Are you ready to unleash your full potential and unlock your passion to fully experience the joy that life has to offer you? Well, grab your phone, pen, and paper and turn up your radio as we experience Joyful Journeys with Moot Heteru. Happy Sunday, Joyful Journey family members. It is Moo Hedaru, and I am happy to be here with you on this beautiful Sunday. I hope that it is beautiful wherever you are. And if the weather outside may be gloomy, don't worry, but joy in your heart. And with joy in your heart, you always, you are always connected to the sunshine of life. How y'all doing out there? How you doing? As we are connecting with ourselves and exploring ourselves much more deeply during this Scorpio season. I want to know how are you all handling this energy? How y'all handling this Scorpio energy? How have those Scorpios in your life been acting? Have you all been celebrating birthdays? Have you been able to really go deep in that reflective process of yourself the goals that you set the intentions that you're setting and be able to do a self-examination or some actualization and really explore how you can be victorious in accomplishing the goals that you set out how are you all doing how we doing and i want y'all to connect with me where on instagram at finding divinity the number one on instagram share with me if i as i have been sharing with you on ancestor reverence things that i do um daily weekly you know and just being able to honor those who have gone before us because this is the season y'all we are in that season of really feeling family, right? Feeling close to family or feeling, missing those ones who have gone before us, remembering, having moments of nostalgia. Now is the season, we talk about the season of harvest and really harvest is really the birth of your your family your lineage right because harvest is an extenuation of something it's crops that are growing that we we planted and were birthed and it's the outcome of something that was germinated or planted deep within the ground and it was produced and it came from a seed and that seed came from a plant that plant came from a seed that came from a plant that came from a seed that came from a plant right so that is representative of a lineage a continuation of something something of the same species now when we're talking about species something in the same bloodline so when we think about harvest i want y'all to think about family and now is the time where we think about family too because it's just that time thanksgiving right and it's a bountiful harvest but that is the day meant to and and not that we just have to have a special day to do it right but that that is a day that is elevated in society to celebrate the health the well-being the bountifulness of a family you are thought to come together to gather all of your extended family members your kinfolk right and to feast and the example of a feast is because you all have bounty you have had a successful bountiful year where you could come together and afford to feast and commune together in plenty that's why it's like such a big dinner because you're celebrating the continuation of your lineage you are celebrating the fruits of your labor how hard you work 
to get what is set out before you. And it's thanksgiving because you're showing your appreciation of the harvest. Going back into when we were hunter gatherers, right? Of the harvest, that work, tilling that row, tilling that, that yard, that, that soil to plant. And that your harvest was so successful, it wasn't watered out, it wasn't a drought. You all were able to come together as a family because it's a blessing. You all had a blessed year. Your crops were good. Your corn was good. Your animals were well fed. And now look at what what's before us. A well fed animal that is baked, glazed, shined up, crispy for us to enjoy together. Because when you break bread together, when you commune together, that signifies the trust that you have amongst one another. Because you trust that person to share in the bounty of your harvest. You trust that person to share in the celebration of what you all have created. It is a sacred tradition that some of us, you know, we get excited. I, I love food, y'all. I love food, you know, and um, I get excited about Thanksgiving food because it provides comfort. But it provides comfort because the experience that I've had while eating that food. Now, if Thanksgiving was a traumatic holiday for me those those foods wouldn't be comfort i'll probably detest those foods but those are thought to be comfort foods because you eat them in times of joy and bounty when things are in abundance for us so while you are preparing yourself to celebrate in your bounty with your family think about what it took to get here Think about what it took to have everyone seated around you and think about how you are grateful for each person that is sharing in your break, your sacred space and your sacred right of breaking bread together. And as you look around. Or as you're creating your invitation list, you know, things of that nature. Just reflect back on where you may stand in someone else's life. And how you may have poured into someone and they're them expressing their gratitude to you. Or you expressing gratitude for yourself for being able to do and be that for someone else who may have needed you. So this is a season that we all look forward to, right? Because we get to have greens, beans, tomatoes, potatoes, all of that, right? Right? Sweet potato pie, mac and cheese, your favorite mac and cheese by whomever you like to have it made by, your favorite potato salad by whomever you like to have it made by. And if that person... Who you just love their mac and cheese is no longer with you. May you be able to channel them. Light a candle. Light a yellow candle, y'all. Light a white candle in remembrance. And channel that person and channel that mac and cheese recipe. So you could be the master of it. To be able to share in that sacred rite of breaking bread with one another and those whom you love. Okay, family. So we're going to start looking at Thanksgiving in a different way. We're going to start looking at Thanksgiving as a sacred moment. A sacred moment that we have the opportunity to. And some of us may already look at it as a sacred moment, right? Not just a holiday, but something that is ritualistic. Something that is deep within our bloodlines, of keeping 
our families connected. Keeping our families informed of who our kinfolk. Who, who's our family? Who's our kinfolk? Right? Sharing those stories. Those memories. Sharing those things with the children. Starting to cultivate practices traditions that is sacred or important to your family bloodline to your lineage that's what i want you to look at this holiday season as and if family if you feel disconnected from your family or disconnected to those that you want to establish a relationship with or mend, now's the time to do that too, and harvest. If you feel like your harvest was not of plenty, you still express gratitude. This is the moment, the opportunity that you express gratitude for what you have done. Whether you have reaped what you had expected when you were sowing, if it didn't look exactly how it didn't turn out exactly how you wanted it to that's okay because you are here in the moment you are present in the moment and you show your gratitude by being present in the moment so i want us to think about that y'all and as you all gather your family comes together and whichever way you are choosing to celebrate say what you great grateful for say what you grateful for each family member have them say what they're grateful for so you all can share and raise that energy of gratitude and joy so everyone feels light and so when they eat in that mac and cheese they feel connected and that food remains a comfort food all right y'all that's what i want us to do as we explore we go into this season of harvest this season of family this season of lineage know that we are continuations of those who have come before us so with that being said i want us to take a break i want us to get our energy up our hips swaying our um thoughts flowing our bodies loose so we can be open and able our mind body and spirit can be open and able to receive the message that we have today i'll see you on the other side of the break family For the Thanksgiving event to remember at wovu.org. For the long haul kickoff. I am a survivor featuring Leandria Johnson. I'm an open book, y'all. Saturday, November 27th at 5 o'clock p.m. Doors open at 4. This event will take place at the Pentecostal Church of Christ, 10515 Chester Avenue. Download your free ticket today and see Miss Leandria Johnson. I lost my church, through foreclosure. I lost my house, through foreclosure too. Now, raising three kids on my own. I, I know what it feels like to be in a worse situation. But I got down on my knees. You will also hear from the Cleveland Foundation's Vice President of Programming, Dale Anglin, St. Luke's Foundation's CEO and President, Tim Tramble, Sisters of Charity licensed social worker, Rashawn Bunton, 
doctors from Metro Health Hospitals, Senior Vice President and Chief Equity Officer Dr. Alan Neville, former Medical Staff President Dr. Sherry Williams, and Medical Director of Inclusion, Diversity and Equity Dr. Charles Modlin, Gaines Funeral Home CEO and President Kay Evans Gaines. From survivors of coronavirus and the young men of song, the house-shaking spiritual believers. Learn about testing and vaccination alternatives. Download your free ticket now at wovu.org for the long-haul kickoff, I Am a Survivor. Featuring Leandria Johnson, Saturday, November 27th at 5 o'clock p.m. This event is brought to you by COVID Long Haul Survivors and WOVU 95.9 FM, Our Voices United, a Burton Bell Car Community Radio Station. To attend, you must show proof of vaccination or proof of an...
back, Joyful Journey family. I hope you are able to catch that little vibe and, you know, sway your hips a little bit. Get your energy flowing as we prepare to open our minds, body, spirit for the message today. Now, y'all know we are on a journey to growth. We are on a journey to just increasing and improving who we are, right? And, and not that it's something wrong with who we are, that we say we have to improve on who we are, but just get better, right? Get seasoned. The more we develop and the more mature we become. And not just become mature in our chronological age, right? Because that's limiting. That's limiting. But mature in our thoughts, in our wisdom, in our experiences, in our feelings, our emotional selves. And being able to connect with very intentionally. And when I say intentionally, I mean on purpose. On purpose with a purpose, connecting with our emotions and growing ourselves from that. We get an opportunity to do that every day. But especially when we come together and we share in the wisdom, learning, and understanding, right? And y'all know I always say, by no means am I an expert, and by no means am I someone who is just saying you know this is what we need to do and this and I'm not practicing you know like this is my lived experience everybody whatever whatever we share here together uh virtually the examples I give the 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 guests that may come in and out and we share you know we share our lived experience things that we have learn and grown from or that we may be experiencing in the moment and sometimes in the moment causes discomfort but we know that there's joy growth maturity on the other end of discomfort those things are called growing pains but then there's also other types of pain that we may experience too and sometimes that pain goes less recognizable than the pain that we may experience and we're we're trying to push push our way through push our way towards our growth right and I talked about a little bit about um last week when we we're talking about how we can stand accomplishing our goals by being state by being consistent stability right and and increasing or improving our spiritual disciplines and here again y'all i am not pushing any said spiritual practice on anyone you do what your heart and your soul tells you to do what resonates for you you do and hold yourself accountable in ways that your body, your heart, your mind tell you to do. That's best, that's comforting for you. So it doesn't matter what language we're using. The important part is that we're speaking. So it doesn't matter what practice you choose to engage in. The purpose or the important part is that we're doing. We're holding ourselves accountable. We are spending time in reflection. We are connecting to um, wisdom outside of ourselves. We are looking at and reflecting on the wisdom that, that comes from ourselves. And we're merging those things to become whole and complete. Whole and complete mean are all of... Now, they, it's a saying that a dog got four legs, but it only walks one direction. Right? So you got four legs... Or an animal has four legs, but it only walks in one direction because they are all in alignment. So we got two feet. We have to make sure that those two feet are in alignment in the for the direction that we are going towards. So being clear 
on our direction by understanding deeply our connection to a being higher than us, a being outside of ourselves. Okay? And that is a part of self-healing, your connection to your spiritual purpose. That is a part that is a component of self-healing. So we talked about utilizing that component of self-healing last week. Now, to go back to what I was saying about there are things that we feel when we grow that cause us discomfort when we're pushing through but then there's another part of growth that may cause discomfort that we do not readily see in our mind's eye in our spirit in our being it's not as open but that is when we are trying to do something or be someone our old selves or someone that no longer serves us or trying to implement something that is a part of us that we have outgrown but our heart right we got new glasses or excuse me we 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 got those filters on right we got we got new eyes we have new eyes but we still putting on those old glasses and wondering why I keep getting this headache or why is my vision so blurry now? Like, oh my gosh, these glasses used to work. They ain't for you no more, boo. You have new eyes. You are experiencing something different, but we are continuing to try to do Something that we were used to doing in the past for whatever reason, good, bad, or indifferent. But when we're doing those things, we're not understanding how it is not contributing to the benefit of our growth. We are still trying to wear clothes that no longer fit us and wondering why you feel uncomfortable throughout the day because you got on some pants that are too tight or they too big they keep falling you know you lost you shed some things are oh, we gonna go on that one we shedding some things but we still trying to put on some clothes that are too big for us because these used to be my favorite pants or this was my favorite dress. But now the dress is swallowing you up. And you're not knowing. Why do I feel so uncomfortable today? Because your dress is too big. Your pants are too big. Those shoes no longer fit you. That's why you keep falling and tripping. Because those shoes don't fit you no more. So. The concept is that we have outgrown. We have shed, we have shed some things. We have let go of some things that we're still trying to hold on to, grab on to. Like, no, this is for me. This is mine. It belongs to me. No. It no longer serves us. We need to release it and be okay with that. But how do we become okay with that? How do we become okay with that? How do we find comfort in losing something or pers the, that the thought of losing something when we come to the realization when we realize oh I got new eyes I don't need these glasses oh my gosh you're right but those were my favorite glasses those glasses were no one else had those glasses and they looked good with my coat or whatever you know and you begin to mourn the loss of your glasses not thinking that I have new eyes 
I'm grateful for these new set of eyes. I can see things differently now. I can go and experience something differently now. Oh, you know what? I can do a certain activity that I couldn't do now because I don't have these glasses. I have a new set of eyes and showing gratitude for those eyes. Where are you in that space? Is there something that you are clinging on to for dear life? Because you said this belongs to me. This is for me. What is it? Is there something that you didn't realize? Like, oh my gosh, like I've changed. This is changing. This is new to me. Or are you in a space of mourning? Let's think about that family. Think about, I want you to utilize this break to think about where you are, where you are in your journey. I'll see you on the other end of the break.
welcome back, Joyful Journey family. I hope you were able to use that song. Y'all know I like to utilize our song to really help us process the energies that we will be exploring for today. So I hope you utilize that break to really explore what is it that you made? Where are you at in your feelings of growth? Are you mourning? You're so, you are so stuck on the thought that you have lost something in your growth and that you're mourning it? Or are you at the space of realizing, oh my gosh, I have something new here. What am I to do? And so I, I played that song because, you know, it's, it's talking about love, right? And loving and understanding and letting go. Loving and understanding something new has happened. Something's transformed. Transformation, regeneration, death, rebirth, Scorpio season right what have we perceived as a loss that is really an experience for us to open our eyes to see that we have grown we have not lost but we have grown let me share a story with you y'all know one of the decks that I like to use is the chakra deck. I think it might be one of my favorite oracle decks. And I think I need to use it a little more often in other practices in my life. But y'all know I love it. And I'll, again, share a picture with everyone on our Instagram page at Finding Divinity, the number one on Instagram. So just check it out. It might be in the stories. It might be on a post. I really like to do the stories because it gives us time to like refresh, renew, recycle, right? stay relevant but it talks about and I'll show you I really like it because it has like really basic imagery that speaks it speaks languages to me it speaks um it goes across cultures the the imagery on these cars goes across culture and it's really simple it's not like hard concepts to understand or process so this car is discovery and on this card, there's a person that is illuminated in pink. And it's just a being. Like, there's no face description. It's not like detailed face. It's just a being. Kind of looks like an alien. Um, or you would perceive it to be an alien because it's just a pink image of a person. And its heart is illuminated with all these different shades of pink. And it's radiating. So it's a radiant heart type thing. Um, and in the sky... There's a full moon, but then there's another being. Maybe this is the alien. Yeah. It's a, it's a person in the sky that is holding its hands up and it looks very galactic. I'll use that word. And it has a beard. And that beard shows to me wisdom. And it has a stole. And again, that shows to me wisdom that is a connection to God because priests and the leaders clergy members wear those stole signifying their position right and then there's wings and other hearts and it's called discovery and it's titled pink from pinkton i am more than i think i am that is the affirmation i am more than i think i am and the legend is life is easy for young pink he takes his gifts for granted until one day he loses petunia in this card y'all it's a flower it's a flower it's a petunia okay so back to the legend until one day he loses petunia the love of his life forcing him on an inner journey he works hard on himself, hoping for another chance that doesn't come. In desperation, he consults Sky God and learns that Petunia 
is incapable of receiving love. Pink recognizes that Petunia's role in his life has been to expand his capacity to love. So the inspiration, it says, are you happy with this situation? Or personal reflection, excuse me. These are things that you're asking yourself. Are you happy with this situation? How is it benefiting you? But going back, even before we get, let's take a step back and process that, that legend. Pink never looked at their gifts, at his gifts, until he lost Petunia. And he felt like, oh my gosh, I just lost the love of my life and what am I to do? Unbeknownst to him, knowing that Petunia, although she is now gone, served a role in helping him to understand another part of his gift, which is the capacity to love. You never know that perceived loss, everything, person, experience has a reason or a season in your life a reason or a season some people are meant to be in your life for a season they may not be your continued life partner but what did they what did they teach you what did they teach you from that experience did they teach you to love yourself more did they teach you like, you know what? I do not like holding hands in public. I do not like PDA, public displays of affection. And you know, moving forward, like that's not for me. And you know, in your next relationship, how to move forward. Or some people are meant for a reason, some people serve a greater purpose in your life. You ever heard of like, you know what? Some people might refer to somebody, man, that's my guardian angel. They look out for me. They always come in a time of, of need for me. They always have the right words to say. And you may not have an everyday relationship or interaction with them. But they serve a purpose in your life. And they just happen to show up whenever you need them. Here in this card, it teaches us about discovery, right? Pink didn't realize something about himself until he had this deep perceived loss of the love of his life. But he did not know is that that person was teaching him how to love all along, which was a gift. What is it that we are doing right now to try to recapture something that no longer fits? Why we, what, are you still trying to put those glasses on when you got new eyes? Are we still trying to put that dress on that swallows us and engulfs, engulfs us? Are we trying to wear those shoes that are too big and we're constantly tripping and, and not understanding? Why am I falling all over the place? Why am I stumbling? Unbeknownst to you that you've grown in a way that you've lost some, you've lost some things that no longer serve you. But what you are left with is something so much greater something so much greater and are you able to understand the gift of what you're left with or what still stands are you able to connect with what gift still stands if you are presently upset or struggling with a different or excuse me if you are presently upset or struggling with a difficult situation in this space. You may be seeking to keep something that is far less than what you deserve. If you are struggling with a current situation, you might find it difficult. You may not understand 
Why am I keep having this argument? Why am I, why do I have to keep having this discussion? Why are we still at this same space? Why am I going around the mulberry bush? Is it because you have outgrown, you no longer picking mulberries? You're not making mulberry pie no more. Those mulberries served its purpose. It had a reason and a season in your life. But we still trying to hold on to it. Not knowing that the gift that we get is in letting it go. How are you doing with that? Where are you at in that thought process? Where are you at in that where are you at in that self-discovery process? If you are in a stage of mourning, if you are just realizing, oh my gosh, I have just lost this person. Oh my gosh, I have just lost. I don't know what's happening. Like, I'm. I'm not supposed to do that anymore. What do you mean? Because again, the gift is in letting it go. And finding and being comfortable and confident with our new. Our new eyes. A clean heart chakra. And I'm saying a clean heart chakra. But I want you when I say clean heart chakra. When you are feeling lightness. When you are not feeling that heavy resentment. When someone's name can be spoken in the room and you just still got the sour face, but you realize in your, in your heart, like, oh my gosh, wait, hmm. my chest doesn't hurt when that person's name is mentioned because the gift isn't letting go. The blessing comes when you have let go and you realize that you left go, that you let go. So, but what does that leave you with? Because that was a part of your identity. People knew not to mention that name around Muheteru because they knew that if you, if you mention so-and-so, oh, the choice of words or the reaction she would give. So now we are on a journey of self-discovery. Of self-discovery as pink from Pinkton had to realize when Petunia wasn't coming back. And you had to do like, you, you go through that process of, all right, this is happening. But what did this, does this mean for me? What resides? What is the blessing that leaves, that still stands from this loss? And it's letting go. So I'm not going to say a loss. I'm going to say a letting go because there's a blessing in releasing. So what still stands is something that's within us that we may have to rediscover about ourselves. There's this quote that I came across. And it says, discovering who you are today is the first step to being who you will be tomorrow. Again, discovering who you are today is the first step to being who you will be tomorrow. So discovering where I am now after I have released something, re-examining myself to say, I am new, I am refreshed, allows me to be and experience the blessings that I'm supposed to have moving forward because I'm not stuck in a time that has gone and I'm still trying to hold on to the past because we know when we try to hold on to the past to something that don't serve us no more, it has an ability to cause us to feel depressed, less than, uncertain, confused, 
because we trying to still live in the past and not understanding the advancement that we've made by letting go and releasing. So if we release and let go of the past and understand that yes, that past has contributed to who I am today and discover who you are today with your new eyes, your new wardrobe, that new smile that has been surfacing, that glow that has been appearing out of nowhere, that lightness of your heart that you've been experiencing, that extra perk in your step that you've been able, that, that lightness that you've been able to walk with, that confidence that you've been able to stand in, you welcome it and you show your gratitude for it because that is a part of your blessing. That is a part of understanding who you are right now, who you are right now and accepting that Petunia is no longer with us. And this new thing that you are left with is an immense capacity to do something different, to love more, to love differently, to love yourself. And so I want you to think about this. As you are, as you are discovering yourself again, Right, because things have changed around you. Kids have grown up, they're gone. You no longer have to do um, school pickups. My friends and I were just talking about an after school pickup and um, drop off line, right? You no longer have to do that. That ain't your life no more. But what is? What is it? What is it that I'm supposed to do now? You may be. Entering the dating scene now and you're like, okay, dating is different this, this time around. What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to do this? What is, what is happening? Virtual. What? Okay. Things are changing. Time is changing. And we have to remain relevant and be able to let go to receive our blessing. So as we think about our new selves, I want you to envision yourself. Envision what life feels like as yourself, as you are doing some self-discovery, as Pinkton had to do, because Petunia is no longer there. But what is he left with? What was he left with? Love. In order to do that, you had to discover some things. So I want us to go on a journey of self-discovery. I want you to envision in your mind's eye you, the person that you are becoming and see yourself as that person. Visualize those things that you want to experience and how you want to experience them. Write them down in a journal. But use the power of your mind's eye to see those things, to have the foresight. And I want you to think about what it is that you're proud of. What makes you proud of yourself? And I want you to write that down. Because in that letting go, you have to accomplish that or you have to recognize and acknowledge that you've done something different. So what is it that you're acknowledging? What are you proud of? Write that down in your journal. What are you proud of? And what are the lessons that you've learned that can then be turned into guiding principles? Because there's what? Seasons and reasons. And based off those seasons and reasons, what have you learned in that discovery phase or excuse me what can you put as lessons learned during your discovery phase and those can be guiding principles they can begin to shape 
help you shape your experiences. Help you understand that you don't have to live life with regret. You don't have to live with a heavy heart. You don't have to feel like you're settling for something. Because, mm, I guess, kids not here no more, so I guess this feel, this feel good. No, you want it to feel real good. You want it to be, to, to spark feelings of enthusiasm, joy, plenty, bountifulness, happiness. You want to have your feelings on the high vibratory frequency. You don't want no low-level stuff that is no longer for you. You have let that go. You have released it. Released it to the ethers. Okay? So I want you to think about those things. But most importantly, I want you to see them. I want you to see them. I want you to visualize them in your mind's eyes so crystal clear. It is as if you can reach your hand out and grab it and touch it. It is as if it's in a room with you and you can smell it. Because you want it to manifest as a part of your reality. Because we are new. And as we are experiencing this newness through this self-discovery, it's okay to explore different things. It's okay to say, you know what, all these years, I've only, I don't know, eating McDonald's nuggets. But today, you know what? I'm going to venture over to Chick-fil-A to see what kind of nuggets they have. That's okay. You're not limiting yourself. You're not still walking in shoes that are too tight or too big. You are walking comfortable and confident. All Both your legs are walking in the same direction. One foot in front of the other. That animal, that dog that has its four legs is walking straight, unrestricted, because your mind, your heart, and your soul are all in alignment and ready to receive the blessings that stay with you and that you get to experience by way of what? Letting go. Okay, family, if no one has told you today, I want to tell you that I love you and I am so grateful for our journey together. I'm so grateful for our time together. I'm so grateful for an opportunity for us to heal because every time that we heal, we are healing the world, y'all, because we are sharing these principles with others who will then share with others who will then share with others and who then share with others and before you know it we've impacted our family well let's start we have impacted our household our family our community and our world it only takes one one thought one voice to change the trajectory of a nation. So I'm grateful for your voice, your thought, and your impact because it's helping us all. So I love you, family. And until next time, I'm hoping you go and break bread and look at it differently and, and expressing your gratitude now and all the days of this season as we revel in the ability to transform to regenerate to rejuvenate to rebirth during this Scorpio season I love you all family and until next time Shamemotep go in peace